This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with keyboardist, composer and music director Ishani Parapanayagan. We spoke about Ishani's superb recording of Cheryl Hode's composition Game On for Piano and Commodore 64. This recording was released on an album of Cheryl's work in 2020 on Champs Hill Records. In the middle of the episode, you'll also hear an extract of a work by composer Ben Oliver that features piano with one-bit synth. In my chat with Yashani, we spoke about how the piece came about, the challenges in programming the Commodore 64, the idea behind each movement, and the various contexts in which she has performed the work. My name is Ishani Perenpanaygan. I am a pianist, a composer and a music director um, and ever stretching my genre tentacles outwards. Cheryl Francis Hode is a composer living in Bedford. We met at Romber Dance Company where she was the music fellow there and through us meeting we ended up creating Game On for Piano and Commodore 64. The piece came into being through quite a strange route. So I was off a Rombert Dance Company tour because I had other commitments. And I was feeling quite sorry for myself because Cheryl Francis Hode's Quark Dances, which has a big old harpsichord solo in, was being performed by someone else because I wasn't there. And while I was sitting on my own with a beer, with my own Commodore 64, I suddenly thought, wouldn't that solo sound great coming out of my little Commodore? And so I programmed the whole thing in. I sent it to her and she thought, rather than thinking it was just funny, which is what I was after, she thought, actually, it's quite a good marriage of sound worlds. And from there, we started to look at the possibility of getting a commission from her for a piece for piano and Commodore 64. And from there, she wrote the notes. I programmed in the sounds and it ended up being premiered at Non-Classical in Dalston. The Commodore 64 is a home computer or was. It was invented in 1982. And depending on whether you talk to fans or not, it is either obsolete or still living on in our homes. It is one of those 8-bit computers. So imagine the sound of old arcade games. It has a limited number of dynamics and a limited number of voices. So it only has a couple of voices and a percussion channel that you can use. So between those limited number of voices and the fact the memory is limited, that always used to restrict in a way that was always seen as positive and uh, an opportunity for searching for creative solutions, but it used to restrict programmers. From my point of view, in order to help workshop sound with Cheryl, I downloaded an app 
called Sid Tracker 64, made by two programmers in Sweden called Daniel Larsson and Fredrik Sigvark, which has a really lovely user interface and you can program it using all the sounds that you can get out of the Commodore 64. I programmed in all the sounds using quite a lot of maths because they'd presented it in, the app is presented in squares um, and you had to basically keep changing the speed in order to get crotchets, quavers and quintuplets and triplets all at different speeds. Uh, So that was quite the challenge, particularly when things were uh, layered on top of each other, lots of common denominator maths going on there. Uh, So I did all of that. I got in touch with the programmers asking them, how can I get this onto my Commodore 64? The app says I can do it. And they helped me do it via basically taking that data turning it into data you could then record as an audio file onto a cassette, which is then the same sort of sounds that a Commodore 64 reads on a data cassette, which is the same as what a disk drive used to be. It was really interesting to see what happened next after this premiere in Dalston. So Benjamin Oliver was there, who is another composer, and he was really taken similarly to Cheryl by the sound of this machine and actually with this blend of piano and machine. And also what was really interesting from that performance was how much, for want of a better word, how much humanity it brought out of me. So there was no click track, I loaded this machine up in front of my audience, this machine that is notorious for crashing. So I was already charged with that level of adrenaline. Um, And then I played to this machine that was slightly glitchy and wouldn't wait for me when it did its slightly strange things. So it made me quite tense and emotional. And I think that came across in the performance, hopefully in a good way. And I think that was something that Ben really took to and that tension and he went on to write a piece for one bit synthesizer which is basically ons and offs going from eight bit to one bit um and he wrote yes a piece for one bit synthesizer and piano and I think he was interested in this glitchiness and really pressing this technology to its limits really and seeing what it does when it's on the brink of crashing. is based on the idea of game and play uh, with elements of game theory in there and Cheryl takes the first movement called Nash and makes it into a little competition between Pianist and Commodore 64 so we bounce between each other sometimes playing together sometimes against each other sometimes almost racing against each other the second movement is Robots will rule the world. Inspired by exactly what you think it might be, the idea that so often features in science fiction of technology taking over. 
And this was the one where I really went to town on the programming. I'm not shy to admit that when Cheryl sent me the score with all the, I want it to be kind of swoopy around here, kind of distorted around here, I was in a terrible, terrible mental health place. And it was a great outlet for all the sounds that it felt like my brain was making. And this movement where, to the audience, because there is no click track, I'm asked to play slightly before or slightly after where this glitchy machine is going to play. So it's a constant battle of, are we playing together? Are we not? Have I missed it? Is it coming? And a constant, yeah, vie for power. The last movement is called Lament, and it's inspired by the music from a computer game called Zor, which is a really beautiful puzzle game, but also quite cruel. It doesn't tell you if you can't complete it. It just lets you keep playing until you've run out of moves, even if it's impossible, if you've made a mistake early on. And all the while, there is this beeping music going on. And Cheryl really uses this as a backdrop for the human at the piano to find space to breathe and find that flexibility and lyricism. I've been lucky enough to have the opportunity to play Cheryl's piece in several different venues. So as well as non-classical, I've played it at the National Theatre River Stage to an outside audience and massive bass speakers. I've played it with dancers, both at Rombert and at the Place Theatre. And I've also played it at the National Video Games Arcade, so very different audiences there. And particularly the National Video Games Arcade, the response there was so interesting because people had come for the machine and not for me, and they weren't necessarily classical music or new classical music fans or knowledgeable of the genre. And I'm not sure they knew what to expect, or maybe they were expecting something different but they seemed really appreciative and interested in this combination of worlds and actually the really accessible idea of play and gaming. Cheryl and I knew we liked each other before we embarked on this project, but as we got to know each other and work together more, we were able to really backwards and forwards between each other about putting this piece together about the sound she was after, about how it would work with me playing it and the practicalities of it. It was really just so gratifying to feel those lines get more and more blurred as we just both mixed in. And the two Swedes that I sadly never met, just getting everyone getting involved to make this weird piece that we came up on one, for my part, slightly tipsy day, uh, make it all come together.